Look at these villains of society, causing mayhem, causing public unrest, destroying futures, destroying history, manipulating the brains from the young and to the old, spitting on the graves of their saviors. Pride, greed, wrath, envy, gluttony, sloth, and despair, all in one. We are all here for that, though. Welcome to the village room. Hello, hello. Welcome, guys, to the Villains Room. I'm your host, Villain Mills, and I'm here today with a special guest, Alicia. Now, today, we're going to talk about something a little bit serious about today's culture and the kids who rule it. <laughs> um, it seems like it's, a, it's very attention-seeking, you know, um, it... I've seen so many prank videos. I've seen so many um, false information being spread and people consuming it. Um, I've seen a lot of outlandish things that people are picking up and it's kind of messing with the order of things, things that we have set for thousands and hundreds of years going against it. Now, there's no issue going against certain things but like when it comes to example like gender roles or when it comes to um, behaviors that should be um, not accepted not being accepted um, it's kind of creating a generation of weak men and um, women who of course think they could go into men's roles now Alicia I, I know you have children and I've known you've seen some of the messaging out there, uh, especially with the attention seeking culture. Um, like, what are the things that you're afraid of? Of like when your kids grow up, like what are the things that you're afraid of from these people who so, are just seeing things? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, right now in raising my kids, you know, I want to say, you know, what I'm saying real quick what I recognize in them and what I recognize in them as children. Right? Children are like out of control in a sense, right? And as a parent, I understand that they're out of control. My role is to teach them, you know what I'm saying, how to, you know, form that discipline, that character, and really to bring everything under control on their own. But, like, right now, it's like training day. So it's me, you know what I'm saying, um, basically training them for what they're going to have to provide for themselves when it comes time for them to grow up, right? So... With that being said, my oldest daughter, um, she loves attention. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes it can manifest itself in an overload. And I have to have realistic conversations with her to kind of ground her and bring her back down, right, to earth or whatever. To let her know, like, you know, a lot of the gratitude, a lot of the um, the, the gratification that you're going to experience throughout life, you know what I'm saying, is not just going to be because of, what you can get, you know what I'm saying, from, uh, uh, like, any one person or thing or whatever. It's going to be about what you can give, right? It's going to mm. be a balance. Like, like for instance, like, you're going to realize in life that when you're feeling low and you're feeling like, oh, I want that instant gratification. I want something to make me feel good real quick. Yeah, that's good sometime. But if you do that in excess, you know what I'm saying, that's going to be really, really bad for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I've, I've been there. You know what I'm saying? An example, like, you know, if I want to feel good real quick in the past, I would just go, you know, 
to have a drink or something like that. You know what I mean? But eventually, you know, my body was telling me I couldn't do that no more. So really what it is, is I'm starting to learn the other half of if you're not feeling good, go do something good for somebody. Because when you see what you've done for somebody else, it's going to make you feel good. That's the other side of it. And it's completely healthy, right? Um, And then there's also like healthy self-care. So I said all that to say, right? That I think that the reason why like a lot of people are suffering from this attention thing is because there's a part of them that's still stuck in a real out of control, childish like state of mind. You know, they're not mature in their minds. You know, it reminds me of my children right now in the state that they're in and what I'm trying to train them on how not to be. So it's not necessarily that like, I don't think I really have any fears. I think it's more of an awareness and it's, and it's really surrounded around cognitive thinking because even for myself. You know, this is like a, a thing that I'm, I'm just going to be totally transparent about because I'm going to keep it real. It's like there's times where um, I'm an introverted person, but there could be a confusion in my mind sometime where like, you know, say, um, you know, my cousins or some some, you know, old friends back in the day would be getting together to do something. And in my mind, I like, it might, a small thing might cross my mind, like, oh, I wish I could have been a part of that. But then I go into this cognitive therapy, this cognitive way of thinking of, okay, let me not allow myself just to feel that emotion. Let me really think about what would happen after that. So say they did invite me to that thing and everybody's smoking, drinking and carrying on. What would I do? Because I'm not doing that anymore right so does it really make sense for me to feel bad that I'm not a part of that or should I really be thinking about where I'm going and the circles that I am that I want to project into my life in the future a circle of people that just get high off of life you know what I'm saying and what they have internally going on on the inside of them that's so big that they have no need for you know what I'm saying? Any outside forces to, to, um, what's the word influence, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. How they going to feel on the inside? Cause what they have is already great. You feel what I'm saying? So I said all that to say, um, that I have no worries. It's just a certain level of awareness in myself as an adult about, um, just, just knowing when, like I have that unhealthy feeling of because it gets you nowhere to just want attention from from other people, especially if you're just chasing clout. It gets you nowhere in the end. But then also being aware enough to recognize that in my children and to help them in a way that nobody was able to help me when I was younger. You know. Sorry, guys. We have some audio trouble there. We have some audio trouble there. So we can backtrack a little bit. <laughs> Because I have actually a lot to say, Alicia, about all that shit that went down. I'm like, oh, damn, she can't even hear me. I'm like, whoa, cool, whatever. But, um, yeah, so wouldn't you say that attention kind of goes, revolves around uh, having a sense of belonging in a way? Because, like... In the way, right? You want to get down with some type of group of people, but in order to get down with them, you got to subscribe to um, their uh, thinking. You know what I'm saying? You got to subscribe to um, the behaviors that they associate themselves with. 
that could go pretty much with like any group like um they could go with lgbtq could go with blah 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 it could go from the asian cultures it could go from tribes it could go thing on and so forth so like um as you know for me i've always gone against the grain I, i'm not gonna lie I'm, i'm defiant by nature my nature is being defiant um and i don't think defiance necessarily a bad thing or a good thing it just means that you tend to go a different direction than most of your your peers and it actually kind of followed me through uh, career-wise as well um like i've my career took off faster than my education because i wanted to learn something different from the structure that was set up um but scratch that i'm going on a tangent there a little bit but um just to you know put a little bit of i guess uh reference to it's just that yeah like going against the grain things like that that it's not um how can i say it is not publicized enough i think everybody is just going with the flow of other people and more so like acting like sheep and when you having like if you see some girl doing some type of prank and then you see like 20 30 40 50 other videos of them doing a similar prank to get attention to get the views um to get their money up like all tiktok instagram facebook all that shit is doing is just saying hey um this is my life or hey this is kind of funny hey do you think this is an issue you should agree with me you guys should agree with my mentality yada yada who cares about this who cares about men who cares about women yada yada blah 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 and like it's it's disgusting like i like i honestly when i shut off my facebook i've never felt any better my mind was clear everything was good but once i turned it on i'm like oh shit this is this is nasty i'm people just showing up their lives all the time making it think that you know oh my life is good yada yada but on the other side it might not be the case like this attention seeking culture in general is like it's i feel like it's the catalyst of many of our issues in general and and socially society wise you know what i'm saying i've um like for another example is like um i think the first i guess brainwashing of like um i would say even in, in the black culture would be like music like if we go into like um in terms of like standard man roles and, and standard woman roles and breaking those things that lasted for thousands of years hundreds of thousands of years to be exact and uh if you if you look like listen to the songs of like Rihanna about that eh, eh, come on the mind my life, you know like, yo go you, you're talking to a man and you should try to like you talk make a roof for your man exactly exactly you know what actually i'm gonna say this her job is to make sure that the home you feel what i'm saying is a safe haven for when the man come out of the brutal world that he in he could come home to a space of love and nurturing and stuff because the woman is there to nurture the man you feel what Mm. i'm saying but it also could be misunderstood because of a lot of these women being in this like self-sufficient um i get my own money i don't need no man right and so 
it gets crossed with that message because also like you know there's the Beyonce's and stuff and who run the world girls you know what I'm saying it's totally dismissing the whole thing of this a man's world and this that and the third so I can definitely see how that song you know what I'm saying could be sending the wrong message especially because you know in the black culture where Uncle Sam takes care of the woman and kind of misplaces the man out of the home so the man is just literally like a thing of attraction to a woman a body he's not really considered you know what i'm saying um regal respect you know what i'm saying like the head you know that whole thing yeah, yeah that's that's very unfortunate like things like that and especially because if and it started with with the black culture it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of crazy how that goes i mean like uh, it's it's really was a disease that was contained and now it's just a disease that was just released like it, it's it's really dis- it's so disgusting it's so disgusting like what are we doing like and then women complain about all these weak men yada yada blah 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 and i'm like yo that's the culture that we created and we we let loose we didn't check it we let it go right you know what it is because i'm not trying to blame it all on you know i'm saying the system but i will say this i'll say that the system recognized that there was a divide you know, because number one, you know what I'm saying? We'll take it all the way back to slavery, right? How the slave masters, you know what I'm saying, would um, make make the, the the men with the women, you know what I'm saying, who they thought they was going to, they treated us like cattle, you know what I'm saying? How was they going to get the strongest, the strongest children? You know what I'm saying? They called the men buck, you feel what I'm saying? But even still, even with that going on, these slave masters, they also... You know what I'm saying? Raped the wives. You know what I'm saying? Of yep. the women that they put together and stuff like that or whatever and had them having babies and they had the, the house slaves and then they had the field slaves and all of that, right? And so you trickle that down into the system that we live in under right now and they tell you stuff like, oh, we can't give you no help. You know what I'm saying? Families that really need help just need, you know, they need a little leg up. You never know. Like, it might be that that one chance that they get that help where they can really push themselves up. You know, we're not talking about because there are people that abuse the system. We're talking about, you know, the ones that really need that help, you know, to to really catapult them into a space where they can be self-sufficient as a family. And they get people telling them, like, well, look, you got the man in the household and he make X, Y, and Z. And because he's there... You know what I'm saying? We can't help you. They're telling you to your face. You know what I'm saying? That the man has to not be present for you to even get help. You know what I'm saying? So you put that into perspective and mix that in with a culture that really don't like is, is vibrating on a low frequency that really don't know too much. Like there's some people that know, but then like we was talking about in the previous podcast, they use their knowledge for evil and for power right but Mm. i don't see too many people out there and i know they out there i know they are but i don't see them you know what i'm saying that that are taking the knowledge that they have that that can catapult us into the next level of awareness and intelligence you know what i'm saying that can get us off of this this um codependency that we on and this divide 
that we're on in the first place, right? Like, mm-hmm. some of it is on us. But I feel like some of it also was created like this because they, if they can divide us, then they can conquer us. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Divide and conquer. Like, in every... I would say a complex board game or game in general, they, they tell you that divide and conquer all the time because it works. It's always been effective. Always been an effective move psychologically and, and uh, physically. So like, hey, it, mm, even if you read that book, um, what is it, 48 Laws of Power, teaches you the same thing. If you look at all those famous strategic books, same thing. Like we are just a... I feel like we're just the t- like you again it goes back to what you said it kind of seems like we are the test subject of all uh things um even nice. from a psychological standpoint um i think we do have to break out of that shell of letting other people control us and subscribing to um dangerous um, um i would say uh ideals um i think we definitely need to trend off of that and figure out what we want for ourselves and if that means separating ourselves from um being too close with other cultures then so be it because honestly i feel like the more people we allow into our den the more those we allow into our den the more confusion the more chaos it causes i think we just need to have a little bit more uh, autonomy in terms of our culture um, and also just checking things that need to be checked um it starts within, right? <laughs> starts within. Um, but yeah, like uh, the attention topic again is um, the reason why it's just been on my mind a lot. It's just like if I was to bring children, my ch- uh, children into this world, um, thinking about what they consume, um, um. I guess you could say how I would discipline them has always became, it's always on my mind, like attention seeking, how to shut that down, shut that out, how to become, how to make my children become more um, individuals rather than um, being sheep in society. Um, Like I always think about things like that. And I thought talking to you about it was a good thing because I'm like, I know you're going through it right now. I know you're going through that. Your mind is constantly thinking. (laughs) I know your mind is thinking constantly, like trying to shield your children from all the the shit. It's a, it's a tough task. Like you like, and then you have the man who of course wants to be physically protective of you and making sure you're good. I guess there's a lot of things on his mind as well. I can't imagine that. Oh yeah. um, Sure, especially with girls, Oof. you know, and I put on them. And we <laughs> talk about that all the time. Like it's literally a struggle, bro. Like people don't mm. understand, like, like the responsibility. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like this, like honestly, I was I was talking to him the other day, and I was telling him, like, you know, because he wants to have another baby eventually, and I'm just like, yeah, that sounds nice, right? In a perfect world, that would be wonderful, but we're not living in a perfect world. I said, what I think would be more better, you know what I'm saying, is to rescue some of these kids, you feel me, that are in unfortunate circumstances, like, rescue some of these kids, like, you know what I'm saying, because, yo, at the end of the day, you know, I homeschool my kids, you know what I'm saying, and so, you know, I, like, I I know about the evils, you know what I'm saying, that, that can prevail out here in the world, which is the reason why you know, I hold my children so close to me and 
because I want to create more individuals like what you were saying about yourself, like about me. Like I want to create more individuals that can think for themselves. Like I don't want to raise up more sheep. You know what I'm saying? Because Mm -hmm. even in ancient time, you know what I'm saying? In ancient teachings, we know humans to be like sheep. We know that. Why? Because it's easy to, for the mind, it's easy. It's more comforting to succumb to a system of the way things go. It's just comforting. This is why it's so easy for, for gang culture to happen and all these different cultures to be sustained. Why? Because they know that uh, like scientifically, biologically, spiritually, mentally, however, whatever way you want to put it, you know what I'm saying? This is the thing that mankind relies on. You know what I'm saying? Like, like mm. we, in a way, like if we was to be put into a system that was completely equal and just, then, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that there would be like, you know, I'm not trying to say like everybody would be on point. There would be some fall offs. But for the most part, the majority, you know what I'm saying, would be able to create something that's great and sustainable. We've seen humans do it throughout the history of time, right? So it is is good to have a system like that in place, right? But the other side of that is, you know what I'm saying, like, I don't know, you know, if it's something in the air or something, you know, something people eating, the water, I don't know what it is. But it's just like, as time goes on, like the people that are in charge of making sure that this system run right, they just as cooked as the next door neighbor. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's just like it's crazy. But yes, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, you know, it, it's a it's a balancing act. It's a balancing act. And this is why like there's people like you that got the podcast and stuff, because if you can if you realize that this is how people's mind work, you know what I'm saying? Then you can be a part of, you know, another system that can, that can get people to go in a different direction. I'm not even going to say follow, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because that, that the, the whole attention thing is surrounded around following as well. Right. We're going to say go because with following, I feel like you don't even give nobody the choice to use their own mind, right? Like you're just influencing them to believe what they see and love what they see. And if you're the focal point of attention to love you to eventually these platforms who are bread in your pocket and all that stuff. Right. But a true influencer, a true leader, you know what I'm saying? will give the person just like in the matrix when they said blue or red pill, which one you going to pick, you feel me? And when Mm. you pick that you're deciding to go in a certain direction you know what I'm saying? You are changing the trajectory and the quality of your life. You know what I'm saying? And you're actually, by being a part of this, uh, 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 I, I don't know how to say it exactly, but this this movement that's not following the rest, you know what I'm saying? It's bringing more power into that type of vision where things are better, things are equal, more people are stronger, people are not zombies in a sense. You know what I'm saying? Where they're just you know, overtaken by, you know, this, this, this attention seeking, um, you know, follow me type energy that's going on right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. (sighs) Then this, this thing's making my brain hurt. I'm not going to lie talking about this because like this, there's so many aspects to it. 
and there's like so many things like <laughs> it's very difficult um one thing i've also noticed but the attention the sense of belonging is in the, the sheeps and some of the leaders is that you know i've always kind of been taking the red pill which one at 100 I always would take it. I was like, I remember when it was in high school, like my teacher, my math teacher was like, oh, you going to community college? You're not that smart. I still went to community college. Fuck him. I don't want to go to straight college. I want to save my ass some money. And I saved my, my, I did save tons of fucking money. I'm still getting my degree by this month. Like things like that. I'm like, hey, Wow, these people get a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand dollars, if they're three hundred thousand dollars in debt. I only got, I got less than a hundred thousand. Like I'm good. Oh, I'm, I'm excellent. <laughs> like right. when you, when you see all that messaging, like I've always like, hmm, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Especially with uh, real estate. Like I sat down with. Um, uh, somebody to talk about like buying property, buying a condo, you know, buying a house, potential buying a house. He was telling me like all these things that he could do for me. And then he told me to follow this. Um, how would I say? He told me to follow this um, step, like step by step thing, like these set of instructions, these set of rules you should have before getting a place. But then I'm sitting down here, right? As soon as we're doing the conversation, I'm sitting here and I'm like, yeah, but then how come doctors? How come lawyers? How come people with these, uh, even engineers? Why do these people have these expensive houses, but yet they have all this student loan in debt? And yet I have to follow like these set of rules, lowering my debt to at least zero, and then of course saving up to forty to fifty thousand dollars in oh shit money. Like I've thought about that. I'm like, then how come these people are? Uh, how are they doing this? Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So like when I, I I always challenge the I would say I always challenge what the what people say to me. Right. And and sometimes I take it, sometimes I'm like, uh, oh, I'm gonna go test and see what's going on. Right. Like that's always been my nature, you know what I mean? Like it's it's, it's for me to not only test the waters is also for me to be like how can i make this thing better how can i make this thing work for me where you know when everybody else is doing one thing because you know when everybody else is doing one thing there's there's some shit at the end because right? like there's there's, there's there's chance for exploitation right, right. right. <laughs> and right. um and so i'm like i'm not so trying to be exploited doing the same thing it's gonna be watered down exactly and that goes back to the school thing right where my teacher was trying to force me into going to fucking college like go to regular college go to like some fancy ass school somewhere same thing i was like eh. you know what i mean i've always been like that eh. uh, yeah, yeah. And like i never try to put all my eggs in one basket as they say alicia i'm not that type of guy i put a little bit there see what's going on if it doesn't work for me i pull out Without looking too much. That's, a, that's, a, that's smart. <laughs> that's what I always have been doing, and it's been working for me um, throughout the years. Uh, I've, I've stand on neutral ground most of the time, which is not a bad nor necessarily good thing. Now I know that 
there are people who have, of course, followed a certain format and won all these things. But I've also met the I met people of the opposite um, experience where they put everything in and follow these instructions and get burnt. And most people get burnt. Most people get burnt. Have you ever heard about these people? Um, what was it? Um, have you seen like all these like crypto, these all these stock people, and they say, "Oh yeah, follow my program," right? And then you make yeah. this much money. And then some people make money, but a lot of them don't. It's it's like the same. It's yeah. like the same concept. Follow me. <laughs> yep. You know why, Miles? Yeah. You know why? Because they watching other group. Listen, I t- I tap into this stuff. You feel what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? So I know, like, what like because they say like you know if you want to if you want to know what rich people is doing if you want to become rich study what they doing and doing it right. So mm-hmm. they adopted this concept into their lives, not having the same you know what I'm saying um, experience as say a person that's been in it for 20 plus years and they carrying over from the baby woman era into this era you know what i'm saying they in yeah. their 70s and in 60s and they they got these programs where they legit can give you knowledge right and then they got the people like you know around my age you know what i'm saying that's like maybe like 40 you know what i'm saying or hitting their 40s or something that's watching them and telling them like listen we're in the age of information you feel what i'm saying and people are and i hate to put it like this because nobody's never said it like this but i'm gonna say it like this you feel what i'm talking about because i'm gonna keep it straight but people are sheep and we're in the age of information and people just want something to follow so people will pay for knowledge not everyone because Hmm. some people do consider it a scam and in certain circles and certain teachings to pay for knowledge, yes, yes, yes. It is a great investment, right? You put your, yeah. you put your, they got the saying, like, you put your money into knowledge, then knowledge is going to contribute into into your bag. You feel what I'm saying? Mm. But the people that's listening to it and they're like, oh, so we live in an age of knowledge and whatever I'm learning from you, you know what I'm saying? If, if I can go and flip that. And there's some people that's not even like, I got to apply it. They're like, yo, I don't even got to apply this. If I could find a way to convince people that I know what I'm talking about. Oh, you're breaking up there. Right. Then I ain't even got to get no money in my pocket practicing what what I've just learned. I can get the money from them and them practicing what I've learned. And I'm just, I'm just, it's like, it's like you buy a house and you flip it without putting any work into the house. You just bought the house. You Mm -hmm. feel what I'm saying? for a certain value and then you just upscaled the house you know what i'm saying without putting any work into it and somebody was was i'm not gonna say um i'm not gonna say dumb i'm just gonna say they was ignorant you know what i'm saying to the flip yeah. you just made people do it all the time with cars and all that stuff like there was this guy that was the ultimate scam i don't know if you just heard of it with um dj envy and all that stuff and um oh and, dj envy <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I've heard about that. My guy learned a little bit about real estate, right? And didn't Mm -hmm. learn much to really do anything with it, but he learned just enough to convince people. Rubbed arms, you never know, because like I was telling my um, husband, I said, we don't know what his relationship was with DJ Envy. They could have grew up together. You feel what I'm saying? But we don't know that part. And we also know that like DJ Envy is stupid. 
because <laughs> I'm sorry to say, but but looking at DJ Envy's like, you know what I'm saying? His his little his little thing throughout the years, Rubberman is just not he not he try to portray himself like he a smart one, but he not. You feel what I'm saying? He's not smart at all. He's not. He's, he's not. not. So so he rubbed arms with somebody that just happened to be rich but not smart. And then he used that influence to get into the pockets of other people. You feel what I'm saying? So it's it's like that, Miles. It's like that. A lot like of people out there, yeah, you don't need you don't need no skill to convince somebody that you know what you're talking about. All you need to know these days, all you need to know is that okay, oh, we're living in the age of knowledge and people will pay for that. Like, yo, I don't even have to provide a product no more. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I don't have to go and make something. I don't have to go and make a lotion or this or that. Like, all I have to do mm. is it's called motivational speaking or, or you you doing something. All I got to do is sound like I know what I'm talking about. And I will get mm. some followers guaranteed. Yo, people will pay to hear me speak. You know what I'm saying? That's it's right. a weakness. It's a weakness. And mm. that's why these things are sustained, like this attention-seeking culture, because people know that that fly. Like, people got followers just to just to just to you know um what's the word like play pranks on people like people mm-hmm. are so dumbed down that they will really be distracted by families that just play pranks on each other or act like they just went and bought a mansion when they really didn't right they're showing you this mansion that they that they supposedly just bought but they didn't buy it it just all this right. stuff just for views and likes because they know and and I'm not even going to say like it's just people period it's also it's not just people it's the parents not monitoring what their children is watching because it's the children as well children are very impressionable like you got the mm-hmm. Sinat thing where he told a bunch of kids to meet him to go do this and that in New York get these these things that he was giving out and it ended up turning into a a, a crazy thing where the cops got involved mm-hmm. and Passion cards and all this and that. So, well, speaking of that Kais and that thing, just additionally, kind of doesn't it kind of remind you of the Travis Scott thing as well? I mean, yeah, like I know yeah. the difference between like deaths, but yeah, like yeah. The, the thing is that is um, you, you can't control like when you get that big. It's like you you can't control what people do, and I don't think necessarily celebrities or people of that sort should be blamed for that. I mean, like, if you do, I mean, to an extent, yes, and to an extent, no. Like, when people just die, like, it, why, why does it do anything with... All right, this is my argument. <laughs> Let me backtrack. My argument is that if I'm famous and I tell people, like, hey, meet me up here, that's my responsibility, right? Because I'm sending people to my location, right? Now, I don't know who I'm sending to my location. But I'm just okay. saying I'm trying to do like a good thing. I'm trying to make people like, you know, I'm trying to make people feel good. I'm trying to make people, you know, I'm trying to make people just like celebrate a little bit. And then, of course, you got people. I call them dark actors. You know what I'm saying? You got people that come out of nowhere, start trouble, yada, yada. Like yeah. it to a, to a degree, I'm like, should people honestly be, you know, I guess, I guess should they really be punished for that? Like it's like it's like um like one uh, it's, it's hard it's hard to be like should they be the only people responsible? 
Right. I don't think he should be punished, honestly. But yeah. I do think that it should be like a slap on the wrist because, like, mm. you have all these followers. You feel what I'm saying? Like, you're not, you're not. And here's the thing, right? It's it's about making an example of the situation. I don't think that he should be punished. I think that there should be a slap on the wrist because, number one, you know what I'm saying? You got over a million subscribers, people that tune in. How did you think it was going to go? Mm. Like, like you're telling a bunch of young, out of control. That's the thing. Like, out of control teens to come and meet you somewhere, right? To come get some stuff. And the thing is, he didn't even, like, they showed up, but he didn't show up until later. So, he could have mm. showed up real quick, did it, got it over with, everybody go home. You feel what I'm saying? But he wanted that, I guess, you know, late introduction. You know how people be doing. You yeah. have everybody gather at the club while they waiting for you. <laughs> your grand entrance, whether it's your birthday or whatever. He, that's the thing. And that was his thing in his mind. Back to the attention seeking thing. You feel what I'm saying? In his mind. True, true, true. Why he got this whole thing going on because he loves the attention. Okay? It's not like brother man don't got no money. He well off. He good. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But this is his, his hood thing, in a way. You feel what I'm saying? So he like, yo, yeah, I'm going to get these things out. I'm going to see how many people pop out for me. Not not bearing in mind that, yo, this is a bunch of hood kids, you know what I'm saying, that's coming out to come and see me. I got over a million followers. Yo, this could possibly get out of control. He didn't have it in a control area. He said, meet me. It's not even like he paid for a certain thing and said, yo, the first so-and-so-and-so people did this and that. After that, it's a wrap. You feel what I'm saying? Have some True. type of control about it. But it goes back to the... It also goes back to what you say. Not all people who, who are rich are smart. <laughs> that, was just, that was just dumb. So I do feel like it should be some type of slap. Yeah, on the if I was like True. a judge... That, like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't give him no jail time, but I'd put him through the process because that could have got out of control. Like, and I mean, it, it, it got out of control, but it could have been worse than that, though, honestly. True. Isn't the same thing with, um, who's that, uh, Little Uzi? Same deal. Like, he, he literally went to New York, decided to do a little music thing, and then there was like a crowds of people, and then the cops had to come through. Like, are they truly that, just that stupid, or or do they know they would cause havoc? Like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't I know. I don't know. I think they don't know, and that's the that's the problem with it. I mean, that's why you have people that you know are famous that have people handle their finances and people still right from under them. There's only a certain it's thing true. that you can provide. There's only a certain skill that you can have. Other than that, you know, they want to take care of the rest because they know that it could be overwhelming. So like you said, a person, mm. and like I said earlier too, a person can be rich and still be stupid. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you gotta, I mean, it's, oh, you it's broke a certain up freedom mm. in, in knowledge seeking and getting the knowledge for yourself and always asking questions. You know what I'm saying? Like we say, do these podcasts all the time. Like, it's better for you to not be a part of the fold. You know what I'm saying? To have your own mind, you know what I'm saying? And, and and really, you know what I'm saying? Think about what you want for yourself. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. at the end of the day, just following a program or following what somebody else is doing 
It's not going to cultivate and build no character. And I think a lot of people at the end of the day, they don't realize, and I say this all the time, it's a repetitive thing. I said it at my daughter's party, and I said it a couple of times on a different podcast with you, that we're illuminated beings. People really, they really feel to realize that. You feel what I'm saying? The stuff that we see on TV, all of these, these spiritual things and these magical things that be going on and stuff, where you think that stuff come from? Because they know that it's on the inside of us. You know what I'm saying? That we could really reach into the spirit realm, pull something out of there, you know what I'm saying? And bring it into reality so that you can see it. This is where people was able to pave roadways into forests and create that. Why? Because it started out as an idea. This is why we living in houses right now, because it started out as an idea. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. We evolved over time. Don't nothing separate us, you know what I'm saying, from our predecessors that did it before. Except the fact that we've just been able to to, to accept the, the current program that we in and be dumbed down by the system that we in. And really to think that, like, okay, you know what I'm saying, um, this, this whole thing about social media and getting followers and it's a distraction it's it a distraction okay and it's and honestly it's the killer of dreams it really is because if you don't have those distractions like social media and followers and this that and there all you have is yourself and when you deal mm. with yourself you know what i'm saying then it's like oh i gotta work on me that's when your dreams start to come true that's when you start to become stronger. You know what I'm saying? When you're focusing on yourself. And honestly, Miles, I think that it really is dangerous the way you say it. And it's, dra- it's dangerous on, on a level that people are not even aware of, you know, that like this, this attention seeking and following and stuff is creating a bunch of zombies, walking zombies, walking dead people. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't have no real like whatever you know they got their little systems their little things in place that they got going on you know what i'm saying and then either you're a follower or you want followers mm-hmm. or you even if you even if you want followers you still a follower in some type of way because you're you're subscribing to the system of well, i need attention to feel like i'm 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 valuable you know mm-hmm. what i'm saying but you can't really look on the inside of yourself and be like yo bro that's who i am I don't need nobody to tell me, you know what I'm saying, what I should already know about myself. And that's something that I'm working on, too, at 38. You know what I'm saying? Like, like at 38, you know what I'm saying? I got to tell myself constantly, you know, in this journey that I'm on with creating my business and everything, that I don't need no validation. If I believe in what I'm doing is helping people and I hear, like... It's one thing yeah. to hear people tell you that, right? People are telling you, like, your stuff is helping me and this, that, and the third, and that's great. But what's going to make it even better is, do I believe? Like Deion Sanders was saying, um, you know Deion Sanders, what he going through, yeah. right? Yeah. He, he's no followers. He, he's like, he got this thing like, I believe. Do y'all <laughs> believe? You feel what I'm saying? And his thing is grounded in spirituality. You can tell. And so people hating that about him because... They don't want, you know, any black person, let alone a black man, you know what I'm saying, to be like, yo, in other words, I don't need y'all, you know what I'm saying, to show me how great I am. I got my accolades and I did that. that, Yeah, not so that I could hear anything from you. I did that for me. That was because of what I wanted to do. God gave me the gift 
and I ran with it. You feel what I'm saying? So now at this point, he's trying to do his thing with the youth and they don't want to see that happening. But what I love about Deion Sanders' personality is brother man be like, he be like, yo, y'all didn't believe before, but I bet y'all believe now. And <laughs> for real. And they be trying to like, they be trying to get him. Like when they lost that game and stuff and they was yeah. just like, you know, how you feel now? And he was like, what you mean? Like, how am I supposed to feel? You win some and you lose some, but I still believe. Unbothered. <laughs> unbothered. People hate uh, people hate people who are unbothered. Like uh, I've I've listen, I am unbothered and I'm unbothered in some aspects of certain relationships. Yeah. Like I've I've met a woman who was trying to make me subscribe to her ideals and I was like, nah, I'm fighting a different battle. I'm fighting a different battle than you are and I think it is important for me to have my own individualism and you should have your own individualism. But she was like, so like, you gotta do this, you gotta do that. I'm like, no, I'm, I'm fighting a different game than you are. I'm right. sorry. I'm like, I was so and it pissed her off. Like, mind you, this was just a friend. This was nothing. It wasn't like, uh, uh, like a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend situation. It was more so like a hookup type of thing, blah, blah, blah. But um, like it, like she wanted more out of the relationship, and in order for me, in order to progress, she wanted me to subscribe to her ideals, giving like a little surface test. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, nope. And then she was getting resistance. I'm like, nope. I don't believe in that. Nope. I don't do that. Nope. <laughs> like, well, it's just not tower. <laughs> it's that's, not that, that's that low key attention, Miles, and that follower that she was looking for yeah. some type of confirmation. If she could get that out of you, she considered that that's her love language. And I'm not saying that mm. it had nothing to do with, like you said, a deep relationship, but that's her love language as far as bonding with people. If I can get somebody to agree with me, confirm mm. that my thinking is good, then we good. That's a new relationship built. You feel attention, mm. right back to the attention. Yeah, like, I don't, I, I'm trying to, like, I, I think having a partner who challenges your ideas is not necessarily a, a bad thing. It no. becomes only a bad thing if it becomes argumentative. And obsessive. You know? Because and, and at obsessive, the end of the day, yeah. you should be able to, like, agree to disagree. You feel what I'm saying? Like, yeah. You got to be able to, and that's the maturity. Like, that's what separates a child from an adult. At the end of the day, you got to be able to say, well, look, if this person don't agree with what I think, like, they don't, listen, they don't owe me nothing. They don't have to agree. So what I'm saying, like, yeah, let's, let's have that debate. Debates are healthy. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? They don't owe me nothing to agree with what I'm saying. But am I standing in my truth? You know what I'm saying? Am I standing on my 10 toes? That's what should matter at the end of the day, right or wrong. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Right or wrong. Mm. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Hey, listen now. Dang, we, we talked a lot today. I think we're like 57 minutes, almost a full hour in. <laughs> I just got to think of 47, but I know, so I know that when you have like these great conversations and things of that sort. But I do want to get, I want to switch topics a little bit. Well, guys, this is the end of today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed it. Um, please like, share, subscribe, whatever platform you are using. Any little help would be greatly appreciated to make this podcast grow even bigger. Well, peace out and have a nice day.